Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibb, broadcasting live from the NYC. It's Wednesday, October 31st. 2018. For the next hour, I'm going to bring you the latest celebrity and entertainment news on John Bon Jovi, Ava DuVernay, Will and Jada Smith, Tyler Perry, Lynn Manuel, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me. Like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. The average time a resume spends on an HR manager's desk is seven seconds, and most of them are tossed aside. Now imagine if one of those resumes belonged to Yasmin, who was... Living in a shelter, juggling three jobs. I had to be resilient. That's something that you can't teach. We rely so much on a resume, yet it could never tell the full story of someone who... Had to be independent and take initiative. And that's how I handle every project I get. Discover new ways to develop great talent at gradsoflife.org. Brought to you by Grads of Life and the Ad Council. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When the unthinkable happens? Or is the best time perhaps today? Go to nyc.gov slash readyny or call 311 and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by New York City Emergency Management and the Ad Council. Another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about the show, click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to talk about any of the stories that I mentioned on today's show, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656, and press the number 1. That's 347-637-2656 and press the number one. Also like us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at thatsentertain1. That's T-H-A-T-S, entertained in the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14. That's Stiletto, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, in the number 14. And most importantly, follow me on Instagram. Just go to T Jones Gibbs. That's T-J-O-N-E-S-G-I-B-B-S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a sunny 60 degrees. Before I get started with the first story of the day, I'd like to give a shout-out to everyone who's currently on the phone line that's listening to the show. Thank you once again for joining me here on this Wednesday afternoon. And if this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. Uh, be Jazz Entertainment has been broadcasting on BTR for about eight, we're going on to our ninth year now, so thank you for everyone who's been listening from the very beginning, for all your support, and uh, I'd like to thank all the new listeners for tuning in uh, on this uh, Wednesday afternoon. So how is everyone doing? It is Halloween. Everyone's getting ready for tonight's festivities. I know here in New York we have the annual Halloween parade, which is held in the village. It starts about 7 p.m. tonight. And if you're uh, ever in New York around this time of the year, you definitely got to check out the Halloween parade. It's, I think it's one of the best parades that we have in New York City. It's held only at night. The costumes are like, they really go in on the costumes. I mean... The the, the 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 special effects and you know they always do uh the thriller dance uh towards the end of the parade you know the Michael Jackson thriller dance from the video so it's it's a sight to see you know bring the kids down 
it, you, you, if, if you ever in New York City around this time of the year, that's the one thing you got to check out is the annual Halloween parade in the village. Uh, also this week, uh, don't forget to turn back your clocks this weekend. We go back to standard time, one hour back. So you, make sure you want to do that uh, around uh Saturday into Sunday morning around 2 a.m. Sunday morning to 1 a.m. So you uh, gain an hour of sleep. Uh, also, uh, it's been a crazy week here in the United States. I know I have listeners all over the world, uh, but it's been a crazy couple of weeks here in the United States and America. Uh, if you haven't listened to the news uh the 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 multiple bombings of high profile uh, celebs and democratic officials including uh former president Bill Clinton and Barack Obama as well as the horrific uh massacre of 11 victims at a synagogue in Pittsburgh Pennsylvania also the unprovoked killing of two African Americans uh grandparents by this racist uh, man, white man in Kentucky, uh, Maurice Steller, who was 69. He was shot multiple times after he was leaving uh, Kroger's, I believe it was. Uh, and a second victim, Vicki Lee Jones, no relation. She was 67. She was shot in the parking lot as well. Uh, there has been so much coverage of the pipe bombing, you know, the mailing of this pipe bomb, and there's been so much cur- uh, coverage, news coverage of the uh, the massacre at the synagogue in Pittsburgh that they forgot about the other two victims that was shot by a crazy man who happens to be a racist who shot these two uh, people in a Kroger's parking lot. So uh, I just want to make sure I put their name out here on the air to let you know that they also, too, uh were a victim of a uh, being a sh- be, being shot by somebody who was deranged and crazy. Um, the victims of the synagogue, the Tree of Life synagogue in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, uh, was shot by another racist man who uh, said that Jews, all Jews, should be killed. Um, you know, the current political climate here in America by this so-called President Trump have a lot of people thinking that his rhetoric has a lot to do with people just losing their damn minds. Uh, the real racism is, you know, like I had said on the show last week, we always had racism in this country, but the rhetoric that Trump has been spewing out through his rallies uh, in the media is getting people to not be scared to come out and just lose it and think they could just shoot anybody that don't look like them or uh, feel so strongly on, strongly on uh, Trump jumping on the bandwagon, a Trump racist uh, uh, message that they feel that they could just do whatever. So been a, it's been a crazy week. Uh, also... Don't forget, next week is a midterm election. Uh, matter of fact, midterm election is in six days. That's next week. So make sure you go and vote. No excuses, especially for my 18 to 26-year-olds. Uh, you have to turn out more than ever. It's very important. So midterm elections is next week, people. In six days, make sure you go out here and vote. Uh, this week we're going to be talking about uh, John Bon Jovi. Apparently, uh, he has—I uh, don't know whether to call John Bon Jovi a hater or he's just—I don't know—he's been attacking Kim Kardashian and the Real Housewives uh, franchise about how these people—he um, has a problem with these people being famous through. Do, without talent or without um, doing something to make a difference in the world. And he's speaking out, especially about Kim Kardashian, how she got famous. <coughs> Excuse me. So we're going to be talking about him, whether he's hating or is he. do you agree with what he's saying about uh, these reality stars being famous, just being famous just to be famous, 
be on these reality shows with no talent. He has an issue with that. Also this week, we're going to be talking about the fabulous Ava DuVernay. Well, she's been tapped to direct a Netflix documentary about the life of Prince. So we're going to be talking about that because she, um, as, as as you know, she made history by becoming the first African-American female director to be nominated for a Golden Globe Award and for being nominated for the Academy Award for Best Picture for her work on the 2014 movie Selma. We're going to be talking about that. Also, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. Uh, you know, Jada has this uh, show on Facebook called Red Table Talk. It's her, her mom, and she brings celebrity guests on there, and Willow, her daughter. They talk. They sit around this red table talking about issues, talking about her life as an actress, her family. And last week she had her husband, Will Smith, come to the table. Uh, they did the part two this week. But part one, if you haven't seen the first part of the uh, part with Will Smith, you definitely got to check it out because who knew? You know, they seem like the picture perfect Hollywood couple, got it, everything going on, very successful. Will Smith successful with his movie, Jada successful with her own thing. And you never thought that they had really issues with their marriage. So um, if you haven't checked it out, you have to. But round two was uh, this week, and uh, they this week they talked about last week they talked about the trouble about their marriage. But this week they talked about some rumors about them being swingers and Scientologists. I'll tell you more about that. Tyler Perry is talking about retiring. Well really retiring from his character Medea. He's ready to retire the Medea franchise for good. I'll tell you uh what he said on uh Betty Smith radio show on Sirius XM. And actor and musician Lynn Manuel Miranda, he's getting ready to reunite with some uh his old hip hop crew. Yeah, they're thinking about doing a tour and they're doing a tour about a series of show, shows where they're going to make up hip-hop tunes on the spot. Tell you more about that. Also, uh, Nicki Minaj and Cardi B, they're back in the news. You know, they, they, that feud that they've been having. Well, they decide to uh, squash it for the meantime. But uh, another celebrity, uh, I guess you can say he's a celebrity, I love his shoes. Uh, Steve Madden decided to put his two cent in the uh, in in his uh, situation, the situation with Cardi and Nikki. But but this time it was about um, he put this uh, saying that he's Team Cardi and he that he you know came to Cardi to. Uh, Put out a shoe line You remember she was doing this shoe collaboration With Steve Madden And he talked about that he never uh, Asked Nikki for a He kind of put Nikki on blast Saying that oh, he never asked Nikki To collaborate with him Well Nikki put him on blast Called him a liar And guess what Two other celebrities uh, In the music industry came to her defense To say that Steve Madden Was lying You know how he forgot that he did ask Nikki first. I'll tell you more about that. So without further ado, let's get started with the most talked about stories of the week. Hit it. All right, John Bon Jovi has attacked Kim Kardashian, insisting that the reality TV star only became famous for starring in a 2007 sex tape. The explicit video featuring Kim and her ex-boyfriend Ray J would leak the same year the Kardashian landed their TV series on the network U.S. Network E. Now, Kim has since become a successful businesswoman, wife, and mother of three, but Rockabon Joey can't get past the fact that she just did the sex tape and became a star who a sex tape to start who got lucky, basically. And this is what he said, quote, I think it's horrific that we live in a world, and I can tell you I've never given 60 seconds of my life ever to one of those housewives of blah, blah, and Kardashian. And this is what he told host Lisa Wilkinson on the Sunday Project. 
He said, quote, I don't know their names. I never watched 60 seconds of the show. It's not for me. The 56-year-old rocker who sold over 130 million albums worldwide added that, quote, what's going to be in your biography? I made a porno, and I guess what I got, that, that, and guess what? I got famous. F, sorry, I passed. Go and write a book, paint a picture, act, study, sing, unquote. The Bon Jovi frontman also addressed his riff with former sidekick Richie Sambora, who left the group in 2013, telling Wilkinson the guitarist problems got the better of him. The former songwriting partner staged a get-together earlier this year when Bon Jovi was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but both have since made it clear that a proper reunion is unlikely. Now, get this, Bon Jovi uh, also, remember when uh, Michael Jackson had went on the trial for alleged, uh, uh, for uh, the ch- the child um, touching children, inviting the children to the house, there was a whole trial on that, and Bon Jovi had a comment about that. And I was like, well, what's up with Bon Jovi? Is he just hating because the people are just more famous, or he just... Jealous? What is it with Bon Jovi? Now, some people say that they think he's a hater. And you know what? To to make it clear, the thing about Kim Kardashian being famous because of the sex tape, you know, Wendy Williams said on her show this morning, and it was a very interesting comment, she talked about this same story, and she said, yeah, Kim made this tape, and yeah, she became famous with no talent, but it's not how you... It's not how you went down, it's how you're going up. And from that, Kim is a very successful businesswoman. Uh, She has her own clothing line, makeup line. So she didn't let that sex tape, you say, you know, she just didn't kick back and sit back and say, oh, you know, I'm on a reality show, this is my thing. She went and did made a name for herself by being a businesswoman and, of course, marrying Kanye West in hurt. But, you know, she just, she she put her name out there in her own right. She did her own thing, even though her mother uh, kind of, there was a rumor alleged that her mother kind of told her that this was would get the, get you to the start of your career, that's alleged, but she made her name for herself and became a successful businesswoman. Other people agree with Bon Jovi. You know, there's a lot of people that don't like Kim Kardashian. They don't like what she stands for, and they think she is just a no-talent woman who just got lucky. So, uh, Ava DuVernay has been tapped to direct a Netflix documentary about the life of Prince. The filmmaker has made history by becoming the first black female director to be nominated for a Golden Globe Award and the first to have her film nominated for the Academy Award for Best Picture for her work on 2014 Selma. Most recently, DuVernay helped the Disney fantasy film A Wrinkle in Time starring Reese Witherspoon, Oprah Winfrey, and Mindy Kaling, and now her latest project see her telling the story of the late music legend. In addition to being approached by members of the Kiss hitmaker estate, Editors at Deadline also report that Prince personally reached out to DuVernay with a view of working together before he died in April of 2016 at the age of 57. The 46-year-old who also directed the Oscar-nominated documentary 13th has been granted full access to archives, recordings, and even unreleased material by the flamboyant singer-songwriter. The project is still in its early stages, and DuVernay editor Spencer Averick and other members of her team have paid repeated visits to uh, Prince Paisley Park home and studio in recent months. Last month, executives at Netflix denied that a Prince feature was in development after reporters at the Daily Mirror claimed that producers at the streaming service were hoping to sign Bruno Mars up to play the icon. Will Smith and Jada Pickett Smith were back on Monday for another round of table talk, and this time they dished about rumors of them being swingers and Scientologists. This is what Will said. He said, quote, let's clear some rumors just to have it on record. We've never been Scientologists. We've never been swingers. That's And then that's when Jada said that's a very specific lifestyle. The episode opened with Will and Jada talking about the turning points in their relationship and how Jada 
40th birthday celebration was a game changer for the couple. He uh, Will went on to detail how he uh, booked Mary J. Blige for Jada's party and presented his wife with a video filled with sound bites from her late grandmother that she had never seen. And after the party, Jada wanted, Jada wanted no parts of the festivities that her man had planned the following day. And uh, this is what Will said. He said, she she was like uh, it's my birthday and she told Jada said that it was her birthday and she told Will that the party was the most ridiculous display of his ego, so he was crushed, and to this day he knows that he was crushed because it was true, it wasn't a party for Jada, and when she called Will out on that, that's when he snapped and the only time he ever heard. Uh, and that's when Willow was there. Willow was in, in, involved in this. That was the only time that Willow had heard him snap, and he snapped in front of her, and she started crying, Willow, and she shouted out to Will, you know, just figure it out. A moment of realization for Will and Jada came when they decided that in order to move forward as a couple, they had to destroy their own marriage, but divorce was never even a consideration for either of them. And Will even said many a times that he was divorced one time. He said that he was not going to do another divorce. And they decide to break up within their marriage and then get back together and rebuild with new rules and, and do something way completely different. And Will said that he took off two years just to work on himself. He said he was reading like 50 books on marriage, relationship, and behavioral psychology. He said that he even shut down for two entire years to see what he was doing wrong. The two eventually decided to throw away the concept of marriage. Wow, you have to, you got to check it out. It's raw, it's deep, it's emotional. And like I said, nobody knew that their relationship, their marriage was really on the line. You got to check out Red Table Talk on uh, Facebook. And Tyler Perry said he is finally ready to retire the Mandia franchise for good, and fans will get to say goodbye to the character with his upcoming Tyler Perry a Medea family funeral. Perry told Sirius XM radio host Bevy Smith on her show Bevelation on Monday that this is it. It's time for him. This is what Tyler Perry said, quote, it's time for me to kill that old bitch. I'm tired, unquote. Family Funeral will be the eighth and final film in the Medea franchise. He also be uh, taking the character as a farewell stage tour, including some of the original characters and actors from the blockbuster film. Nobody Fool opens on November 2nd, and Tyler Perry's A Medea Family Funeral hits theaters March 1st, 2019. And actor and musician Lin-Manuel Miranda has reunited his old hip-hop crew for a 2019 tour. The Hamilton creator, who will be soon be seen in the upcoming Mary Poppins Return movie, tells the New York Times he and his former college pals who made up Freestyle Love Supreme are planning a series of shows where they will make up hip-hop tunes on the spot. The band will debut at the uh, Greenwich House Theater in New York on January 30th, 2019, and Miranda and his pals have shows booked up till March 2nd. He will produce the shows and occasionally hit the stage. Lin-Manuel Hamilton co-star Christopher Jackson, James Monroe Eagleheart, and David Diggs are also in talks to join the FLS for selected dates. And amid rumors saying that Nicki Minaj and Carly B. Quali put their feud to an end, someone seemingly can't help but insert himself in the infamous drama of the rap stars. Steve Madden, the form, uh, the founder and former CEO of sh- the, sh- uh, the shoe brand Steve Madden, took to Twitter to slam Nicki as he showed that he is Team Cardi. He said he wrote on his uh, brand official account, adding the hashtag, stop lying. He said, Nikki, you can't turn down an offer that was never made. This is what Steve Madden put down. Now, for those who don't keep up with the drama, his tweets arrived after Nikki and Cardi exchanged accusation insults on social media on Monday. One of the accusations thrown was that Cardi deal with Steve Madden was initially presented to Nikki. 
Now, Steve denied ever offering Nikki a deal with his company. However, a journalist by the name of Adele Platten said the uh, said otherwise in her tweet said that she, uh, she shared an old Vibe interview from 2015 in which Steve shared he was going to do a collaboration with Nicki Minaj, and we got the he said this is what this was Steve Madden told the journalist that he off, tried to do a collaboration with Nicki, but they got into a fight the first minute he they met. So in 2015. Uh, she interviewed Steve Madden about a Ja Rule collaboration for Vibe magazine, and that's when the Nikki deal was brought up. This is what she wrote, the journalist. It didn't take too long for Nikki to fire back at the brand. She then this is what she said to Steve Madden. She said Steve Madden thought I was lying, you dumb f. You, Herb, and G. Robertson came to my house in Malibu begging me to do the deal. I said no. You then did did, uh, did a deal with Iggy, and she hated the pics you used and went in on you online. I'm sure Herb told you to post this lie, she tweeted. The messy feud between the, the Shun Lee star and the money rapture seemingly was too interesting to be missed, as some other celebrities got themselves into it. Among them were Iggy Azalea and 50 Cent. Iggy quoted Nikki tweet in a now-deleted tweet and wrote, quote, this is facts. Nikki later thanked Iggy, saying, thank you, Iggy, for confirming the truth about C. Madden. She said, y'all see what y'all, she she said, y'all see when y'all do clownery, the clown come back to bite. Meanwhile, 50 Cent also backed Nicki Minaj as he posted a screenshot of the 2015 interview on his Instagram account, and he said, quote, I guess he forgot he spoke on this already, shaking my head, liar. So he shaded Steve Madden as well. As more celebrities find themselves in the heated feud between Cardi and Nicki, the tea is getting hotter and hotter day by day. Previously, the group Little Mix made sure the world know that they had already wanted to do a collaboration with Nikki for their track, Woman Like Me, after Cardi claimed she turned down the feature. And this is what Lil Mix said. They said, quote, sorry, Cardi, but this is the tea. We always wanted the queen, no shade. That's what the group posted on their Instagram account. So everybody is putting their two cents in and trying to say, you, you're lying, you're lying, this is the truth, this is the fact, let me jump on in it. Uh, right now we got the 27 uh, minutes left remaining in, uh, 27 minutes after the hour. If you are just tuning in, you're listening to another, another edition of uh, That's Entertainment. Uh, wow, time is moving fast, wow. Uh, coming up in the next half hour, uh, we're going to be um, talking about Debbie Lovato. You know, she uh, is doing better. Um, she's getting back to her sobriety. Well, her mom was on a show talking about uh, uh, Debbie's, uh, how she's doing. And uh, I'll give you more about this. Uh, also, Rapper 2 Chain has launched his own marijuana venture. Tell you more about it. Also, uh, Marvel is bringing two of their heroes for a potential limited series on Disney's upcoming streaming service. I'll tell you who they are. And uh, Jennifer Lopez is getting ready to line up another TV project. And uh, Netflix is uh, pulling the plug on another series. I'll tell you what that series is. And uh, I don't know if you guys watched the anniversary of Wicked the other night. Ariana Grande performed. And everybody wants her to, she did such a fabulous job that they want her to be a part of the hit Broadway show. All those stories and more coming up after the music break, so stay tuned.
Tune in to That's Entertainment, the number one source of entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Blog Talk Radio. Right now, we have 26 minutes left remaining in the show. That was the latest from Ariana Grande and Breathing. And speaking of Miss Ariana Grande, her performance of The Wizard and I during the Wicked TV Anniversary Special had left fans so stunned that they had launched a petition to land the singer a leading role in the movie Adaptation. The side-to-side hitmaker had made no secret of her love for the musical, and she wowed devotees with her rendition of the beloved song during the NBC special, which aired on Monday night. Now her fans of the of the the Wizard of Oz prequel are keen for her to take her talent to the big screen for the movie musical and play either Glinda or Elphaba, the role that Kristen Chenoweth and Idina Menzel originated on Broadway. Devotees took to Twitter after the TV special aired to rave about Ariana, with one stating, quote, Ariana Grande should play Glinda in the Wicked movie, while another added, can we have another Wicked special where Ariana sings every song? Thanks. Shanoweth, who has been a longtime friend of Grande ever since, she met the singer backstage after a Wicked show when she was nine, warned fans that her her pal, the Wicked and I performance would be a tearjerker last week, revealing it was a full circle moment for her. Christian and Ariana also teamed up for the TV musical Hairspray Live in 2016. The Wicked special was emotional for Grande, too, as she was filming the week after she and her fiancé, Pete Davidson, called off their engagement. And Debbie Lovato is doing better after getting back her sobriety, but it appeared that she has no plans to get out of rehab, uh, out of rehab, even though she had been sober for more than three months. Words are that the former Disney star plans to spend the remaining of the year by receiving treatment. Earlier this month, her mother celebrated her sober accomplishment in an episode of Conversation with Maria Menounos. Demi was found unconscious at her Hollywood Hill home in late July after reportedly overdosing on oxycodone that was laced with fentanyl. She is currently staying in an unknown rehab facility and has been putting her home for sale after the incident. However, TMZ recently reported that real estate agents were having trouble selling the house. It doesn't have a covered car space and a major landslide next door. And rapper 2 Chain has launched his own marijuana venture. The I'm Different hitmaker had teamed up with bosses at Green Street Agency and Mazelle Management Group to create Gas Cannabis Company, which sell pre-rolled joints for smoking and three strains of marijuana. Edible and tropical products are also in development. The products are currently available exclusively at a dispensary in Van Nuys, California. Uh, the rapper, whose real name is Tahi Epps, is not the first star to launch a marijuana-based business. Willie Nelson has also launched his own venture, while Snoop Dogg and Wiz Khalifa have their own strain and a paraphernalia line. And Mike Tyson is reportedly shopping a scripted comedy series that is loosely based on his life as a marijuana grower. The show is called Rolling with the Punches and Iron Mike Tales, page six. He's playing a retired boxer who is growing marijuana. He said it's basically him it's basically him acting like him. So people can get a look at what his life could be like in different scenarios. According to the report, the former heavyweight champ is filming the show at his Tyson Ranch, a marijuana resort in El Segundo, California, that was launched by the boxer back in June. Chuck Zito will reprise his real-life role as Mike Bodyguard, with Russell Peters playing his useless best friend. Rob Hickman, Tyson business partner, says former 20th Century Fox and Walt Disney Studio exec Joe Roth is producing the show, which should begin airing early next year. Tyson Ranch is a 40-acre plot of land about 60 miles southwest of Death Valley National Park. Hitman told the blast that the undeveloped land in California City are primed to be cultivated. 
In addition to growing marijuana, the ranch will feature a cultivation school, an edible factory, a hydro fee and supply store, plus cabins and glamming campgrounds for tourists. Tyson Ranch merchandise will also be featured on the show. Tyson recognized marijuana health benefits and said many pro athletes use some form of cannabis to relieve pain and inflammation. A sizzle reel of Tyson series already exists, but is not on the Internet yet. And Marvel is bringing its two heroes for a potential limited series on Disney's upcoming streaming service. A new report suggests that Falcon and Winter Soldier are set to team up on the project that has Malcolm Spellman from Empire on board as the writer. And this is what Variety first uh, was Variety Magazine was the first to report this. Should the news report be true, the planned series marked the first of the proposed Marvel limited series to find a writer. Additionally, the project is now the third limited series developed by Disney Play following a Loki and Scarlet Witch solo series. Both Marvel and Disney declined to comment. Sebastian Stan and Anthony Maggie are reported to suit up again as the superheroes. Tom Hiddleston and Elizabeth Olsen are also expected to prize their role as Loki and Scarlet Witch, respectively, on the previous reported series, which was said to have six to eight episodes. Stan had played the role of James Bucking, 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 Buck, James Buchanan. Bucky Barnes, a.k.a. Winter Soldier, in six MCU movies. He first debuted as the character in 2011, Captain America, the first Avenger. As for Mackie, he also plays Sam Wilson, a.k.a. Falcon, in five movies to date, with 2014 Captain America, the Winter Soldier, marking his first appearance. The two will once again play the characters in the upcoming Avenger 4 that is slated to premiere in 2019. And one character uh, reportedly doesn't make it to the final cut on Showtime series about Fox News chief Roger Ailes. It's reported that Showtime and Liongate made made some kind of alteration regarding a Megyn Kelly character following the latter scandal regarding her Halloween blackface comment. The Hollywood Reporter previously stated that a Megyn character was removed from the limited series. The character was initially supposed to appear in a few scenes on the eight-part limited series based on Gabrielle Sherman's book, The Loudest Voice in the Room. However, when asked for a comment, a Showtime representative suggested that Megan could still appear on the upcoming series. The series is set to star Russell Crowe as Ailes. He will be joined by Naomi Watts, who has been tapped to play Gretchen Carlson. The news arrived after Kelly landed in hot water after she defended blackface by white people in Tuesday, October 23rd of her Today Show. After the backlash, Megan issued an apology through an internal email to her NBC colleagues. It's currently reported that NBC and Kelly lawyers is in talk regarding her exit. And Netflix is pulling off the plug on another series. The steaming, uh, streaming giant has announced that American Vandal has been canceled after running for two seasons. However, fans of the spoof of the true crime documentary genre should not be so devastated over the cancellation news as the report that CBS TV studio has been receiving multiple calls from Network which show desire to revive the anthology. The producer allegedly had been plotting what to offer in a possible season three. The Peabody-winning series surprisingly debuted in September of 2017 to strong views, despite a largely unknown cast and little advanced promotion. A send-up of the true crime docuseries like The Jinx and Netflix making a murderer the first season of American Vandal followed the investigation into who drew penises on 27 cars at a Southern California high school. The sophomore season, meanwhile, explored the event at a private Catholic high school after a person who called himself the turd burglar contaminated his cafeteria lemonade. This is the third cancellation that Netflix made this month alone. The streaming giant canned Marvel's Iron Fist on October 12th. Marvel Iron Fist will not return for a third season on Netflix, and everyone at Marvel Television and Netflix is proud of the series and grateful for all the hard work from their incredible cast, crew, and showrunner. Uh, Then it also canceled fellow Marvel-related series Luke Cage a week later. And if you guys, I don't know, um, you guys, one of the actresses from that show, uh, from American Vandal, Camille Hyde, she was supposed to be one of my guests 
on the, she was supposed to come on the show to talk about the series, but we had some bad technical difficulties on the show, so we never scheduled the interview. And I felt bad, and I was really, really upset because it was a, 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 a interview that I had planned weeks in advance, and this was her first time coming on our show, and it just fell all apart. So uh, sorry, Camille, and uh, sorry we never got to. Uh, to set that interview, but maybe if they do shop for another, uh, sh- I guess, channel or another streaming service to put the show on, maybe we can have you back on the show. And Jennifer Lopez is lining up another uh, TV project as the executive producer of the dance drama Major. The Selena star is working with series writer Todd Graff on the project, which will reportedly center on the dancers and teachers at a prestigious university dance department. Lopez, who also served as a judge on her reality competition, World of Dance, with executive producer Major alongside Graff and her longtime collaborator, Benny Medina. The series will air on NBC. The new gig comes after Lopez announced her return to dramatic TV with Blood Ties following the end of her show, Shade of Blue, which wrapped its run after three seasons this summer. The series revolves around a wrongly convicted homicide detective whose time behind bars have given him an insight into the criminals he chases. And Chris Rock, he's getting uh, is preparing to step behind the camera again to direct Kevin Hart in a new film. The comedian made his directorial debut on Top Five in 2014. Now he will take charge of a forthcoming movie, Co-Parenting, which will be produced by Will Packer. The film is based on an idea by Rock and Hart, and will center on a stay-at-home dad who had to battle his chief executive officer wife when she filed for divorce. The movie will be uh, is being written by Yamara Taylor, with Rock and Hart also serving as producer under their respective companies, Chris Rock Enterprises and Heartbeat Production. The project will reunite Hart with Packer after working together on the Think Like a Man and Ride Along franchises. They also collaborated on The Wedding Ringer. Right now we have uh, 15 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another break, and I'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day, so don't go anywhere.
That was Cardi B featuring Kalani and Ring. Right now we have about uh, 12 minutes left remaining in the show. Uh, Jesse J has canceled two of her U.S. shows due to exhaustion and major fatigue amid reports she is dating the actor Channing Tatum. The price tag hitmaker, whose real name is Jessica Carnish, has been touring North America promoting her latest album, Rose, but pulled out of the show at the House of Blues in Dallas, Texas on Monday, October 29th, at the Van Buren in Phoenix, Arizona on Wednesday. In a statement posted on Instagram, the British singer, who was first linked to Channing earlier this month, apologized to fans but explained that she had canceled the gig on doctor's orders. Jessie told her followers she would be resting for a few days and insists she would be back at full strength for a show in Los Angeles on Thursday. And pop star Jason Derulo performed on the balcony of a concert venue in the Czech Republic on Thursday, October 25th, after having to cancel his show due to safety concerns. The Swallow singer had been booked at to hit the stage at the T- uh, Tipsport Arena in Prague, but as he prepared to rehearse, Jason tour manager insisted they pull the gig as he pointed out a number of structural issues which could put Jason and his crew in danger. The disappointed musician chose to break the news to fans himself as many had been waiting outside the venue for hours, and instead of just making an announcement, he decided to treat them to an impromptu serenade from the arena's balcony. Jason shared video footage of the discussion with his tour manager and he uh, and his subsequent outdoor show on Instagram on Friday as he explained the situation to followers. Jason then shared video of his impromptu set with devotees singing along to every word. A makeup day has yet to be announced, and it's not clear if Jason will be moving the show to a different location in Prague. However, the last-minute change of plan had reportedly infuriated venue bosses who are now threatening legal action against Derulo and this is according to TMZ.com. He is the second star to pull out of the show over safety worries. Christina Aguilera also scrapped a gig in Indio, California on Wednesday, October 24, and blamed production-related safety concerns for the acts. And Tay Diggs is reportedly being sued by the former management company that he fired over unpaid commissions. Authentic talent and literary management claim the actor owed them money for closing deals to get him on shows like All American and Beauty and the Beast. They all alleged they had, that they ba- uh, bagged on his behalf a slew of endorsement deals. According to THR, Diggs and ATLM began working together in June of 2015, according to the complaint, and the parties agreed that the Empire Store would pay the firm 10% of his industry-related income. ATLM is suing the breach of oral contract and want the court to order an accountant of Diggs' compensation in order to determine the amount of damages. And Barbara Streisand has no fear of angering President Donald Trump or his supporters by condemning his behavior. The political climate in America has been fraught since Trump's 2016 election, and the president has angrily slammed several of his celebrity critics on Twitter. Robert De Niro, who hurled a string of profanity at the businessman-turned-politician at this year's Tony Awards, were among a number of prominent Trump critics, including Hillary Clinton and former President Barack Obama, who were sent pipe bombs in the post that were intercepted by U.S. authorities. Now, Streisand, whose new single, Don't Lie to Me, was written as a denunciation of Trump, is defiant, however, and she says she doesn't care if the president turned his ire on her. Don't Lie to Me, the lead single from her forthcoming album, Walls, features lyrics accusing Trump of lying repeatedly and include the line, How do you sleep when the world is burning in a chorus? Streisand said if she could think of a stronger word than lies to describe the president's inaccurate statement, she have used it. Um, she also called him a fat egg and compared him to the nursery rhyme character Humpty Dumpty due to his obsession with building a wall, jokingly that, like Humpty, he would fall off his wall and crack. And she's not the only one. Carol King has also joined Barbara Streisand by releasing an anti-Donald Trump anthem ahead of America midterm election next week. The legendary songwriter has come out of retirement to pen a reworked version of her 1977 track, One, which featured a new verse attacking Trump. King tells The Guardian the track, her first new music in seven years, is a call to action ahead of the election, revealing she reworked the song 
to perform at a political fundraiser last month, and it went down so well that she decided to release it to empower people. The accompanying video featuring images of the president on the campaign trail and photos of protesters. Last year, folk singer and activist Joan uh, Bass, she revealed her first new song in 25 years called Nasty Man, and it was also about Trump. King told Rolling Stone uh, magazine, quote, there's not enough protest music right now. There need to be more. It's terribly important, unquote. And Lil Xan decided, uh, well, he he's dedicating his new album to his friend, the late Mac Miller, the rapper whose real name is Diego Lianos, is honoring Miller's memory by including him in the artwork for his new album, Be Safe. Uh, he... Miller, whose uh, real name is Malcolm McCormick, died of an apparent overdose on September 7th. He was only 26. Zane shared the album artwork with his followers on Instagram and wrote, quote, this album is for everyone and anyone you lost in life. The album name also takes inspiration from Miller as it is the last thing that he said to his friend before his death. He also considered quitting music, um, but... Uh, Following Mac's shocking death, Zan publicly mourned the loss of his hero and friends. And uh, Zan later, he's going to embark on a U.S. tour, which gave him the opportunity to visit Miller hometown of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. While there, the young rapper got the chance to see the Blue Slide Park that inspired some of his friends' music and was a place Miller frequently played as a child. Be Safe is due to be released on December 3rd. A Star is Born soundtrack continued to soar on the Billboard 200. The soundtrack album to the Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga starring movie topped the charts for the third week with 109,000 equivalent album units, including 61,000 in traditional album sales in the week ending October 25th, and this is according to Nielsen Music. With that, A Star is Born became the first soundtrack album to rule the album chart for three consecutive weeks in more than ten years. The last title to do so was High School Musical 2 soundtrack album, which stayed at the top spot of the chart in its first four weeks back in 2007. In additionally, uh, in additionally, Gaga's longest chart-topping album surpasses Born This Way, which spent two weeks atop the tally in 2011. And Remy Ma and Papoose visit Access Live recently and revealed to Natalie Morales, Kit Hoover, and Scott Evans why they decided to share their pregnancy struggle on their VH1 show after they suffered a miscarriage. Remy and Pap, who have each have a child of their own from previous relationships, have been quite vocal about wanting to expand their family. The couple announced the pregnancy just before the 4th of July holiday while celebrating their 10th wedding anniversary. Now that the couple is pregnant with a little one on the way, they tell Access how they use a special teddy bear to get prepared. The love and hip-hop New York stars also get reeled about a conjugal visit in prison, and Papu shows off his brand new sonogram tattoo of their golden child. Uh, Remy is due in December, and by the way, uh, Remy Ma and Papu also made a song called "Golden Child" in uh, in reference to their new baby that's coming in the world soon. So. And uh, Wonder Woman 1984 isn't coming until 2020. Originally set to open in theaters nationwide on November 1st of 2019, the Wonder Woman sequel is now pushed back by seven months to June 5th, 2020. The delay, however, doesn't mean that the movie experienced production issue whatsoever that sometimes causes a movie to need more time to be completed. Instead, the decision is made to give the DC superhero flick a better slot and put it in the same corridor in which the first film was released in 2017. The new release date of Wonder Woman 1984 originally belonged to the $6 billion man, which is taken off Warner Brothers' release calendar for now. The project, which has Mark Wahlberg attached to star, has been long in development and has yet to announce a director. Wonder Woman 1984 reunite. Uh, Godot with the first movie Helmer, uh, Patty Jenkins, who also co-writes the sequel along with Dave Callahan and Jeff Johns. 
Chris Pine returned as Stephen Trevor. Christian Wig is cast as Cheetah, a.k.a. Barbara Minerva, while Pedro Pascal is tapped to star in an undisclosed role. And uh, Haley Steinfeld, uh, she's in final talks to produce and star in the movie Tout as the next star is born. The next flick bosses and more for the Planets of the Ape director Matt Reeves are in advanced talks to develop Matt King's idle script about a young hopeful who becomes the assistant to a diva, and this is according to Deadline. Now, Steinfeld is attached to star as a wannabe with dreams of becoming a successful True Grit star. Um, I'm sorry, to become a success, but the True Grit star will uh, also feature on the film soundtrack which will be released by Federal Film and the Motion Picture Division of Republic Records, which is Seinfeld's label. Her her mother, Cherry, has also been tapped as one of the producers. And Holly, who is a pop star in her own right with hits like Love Myself and Starving, married her love for singing and acting in the last two Pitch Perfect movies. Uh, She would next be seen in Paramount's Bubble, which is scheduled to hit theaters on December 21st, the actress also is behind the voice of Gwen Stacy and Sony's Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse cartoon, which opens on December 14th, and she portrayed poetic, poet uh, Emily Dixon in the Apple TV series Dickerson. Well, that will do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. Make sure this weekend, don't forget to change your clocks. We can go back one hour. That's a Sunday morning at 2 a.m. You fall, take it back to 1 a.m. You don't want to be late for school or work on Monday morning. And don't forget, for my 18 and 26 years old, we got six days left. If you haven't registered to vote, register. If you have early voting registration, do so. Don't forget to vote. Midterm elections is very important. That will do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs. Have a great week. Stay safe, and I'll talk to you next time. Take uh, care. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.